Vista episode 286. I'm Theo, and I'm here at the Bunta Vista Reference Collection. Now, while it may seem we goof off a lot on this pod, we actually take our craft very seriously. That's why we maintain a complete collection of all of our references. Uh, we also publish specifications of our references under an ISO standard, which is freaking uh, ISO 69420. <laughs> so come with us now for a, t- for a tour through the reference collection. But I like the Louvre. It won't take you all day. <laughs> I'm here as always with my good friend Lucy, who's using a tiny brush to delicately dust the cube from Cube. Hey Lucy, can you tell us a bit about your role here as a curator and maintainer of our references? We like you just pretty much summed it up. Like I'm mostly dusting this Tiny cube brush stuff, that yeah. takes up like most of my day generally. So yeah. really, the Sisyphean task. Yeah, and it's a union shop as well. I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Very important. <laughs> Someone else comes here and dusts your cube. Get the fuck better out not. Here, better not. And of course, here's Andrew. And he's counting the number of slices of horse on our reference to the horse slicer from Cell. <laughs> how's it, how's Four, it going, Andrew? Five. All Fuck, you made slices. me lose count. Yeah. There's a lot of slices there as well. There are. And then every time I get towards the end, it goes whoosh, and it like all squishes back <laughs> up again. Need a go, tag. Oh. Yeah, I start walking down, walking down. Well, the thing is, you don't Get those you don't little wanna... security tags, you know, that they put in the door frames. Yeah. <laughs> Keep I like to sort of touch each thing as I'm counting it, but I am very scared of getting my finger caught in there. You so. can slap you can slap a little bit of paper on there because it is wet, so it will hold. Oh yeah, it's true. The paper right there. That's true. Yeah, and just then some you know, tips for. I get it done. I got to go back and start the second count just to make sure. Yeah, it's like painting mm. the Sydney Harbour Bridge. <laughs> That's yeah, close half, enough. Yeah, it's a bridge. Reference. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And finally, as we bring our tour of the references collection to a close, we have Ben with our third and final reference, the big long wire that cuts everybody on off on aboard the ship from the ghost ship. <laughs> ben, that wire is super nasty, dude. What kind of things stuck to that? See, now, I knew you were going to say that one. Of all the things that we reference frequently, and there's a ton of stuff that we, for no reason, bring up in nearly so. every episode. I think there's three. There was four. I forgot Shooter, but then mm-hmm. I also couldn't. Work it into the intro, so... You know what the common element between those three things is? Uh, they're all my references. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> those are the <laughs> three movies that you've seen. Uh, but also, because it's not just that we reference the movie Cube. We reference the scene in the movie Cube mm-hmm. where a guy gets cubed inside the cube. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's Haven't break this down. That. In all three of those references, something that is made of meat gets bisected or broken <laughs> down into further components. Wow. A horse getting sliced. Oh, my God. This is... Oh, no, I was going to say that this actually works out in the three dimensions because the cube is someone getting split into three dimensions. Three dimensions. Mm. The slices of the horse, two dimensions. Yeah. And then it doesn't really follow with the uh, mm. the cable from, from Ghost Ship. Being one dimension. Well, the cable is one dimensional. If you have a very strange understanding of how cables work, hmm. that is certainly true. 
<laughs> maybe we could. Uh, maybe so we crazy. could start. Maybe we could start trying to work in a uh, reference to the scene from the Resident Evil movie where Colin Salmon gets diced up by a laser grid. Well, okay, all right. Now, Andrew, I know. Have Have you read the agenda? Because that's actually next <laughs> on the agenda. So Sorry. we're all closed off on the on the tour part. All uh, all references accounted for. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's let's launch into the the next reference. We could work ourselves up to a fourth dimension by including cube two, yeah. hypercube, hypercube, mm-hmm. yeah, or something else with a tesseract in it. Yeah, it's not the... a lot of tesseracts in in our normal lives and stuff as well. So there was that uh, film adaptation of uh, A Wrinkle in Time. A tesseract features heavily in that, mm-hmm. and also weirdly one of the the gems or trinkets in one of the Marvel movies is that they call the Tesseract as well, I think. I haven't seen it. Haven't yes. seen it. Really it more, more of a cube. Andrew just... has. He's nodding his head. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, well, they call it, it the Tesseract. It's just a, it's just a, a little blue brick, yeah. you know? Mm. And at some oh, point... like the, the freaking... What are the cubes that the um, Transformers are collecting? Energon. Energon. En- en- mm. Why do you know that? Seen, like seen the movie a bunch John. of times like everyone yeah. else. Remember both of your children's names right now on the spot. Uh, Prove that you can. No, Evie, sorry. I've, I've, pu- I've pushed that out for, <laughs> for, for John Cube. Yeah. Energon Cube. And also the song that plays when Hot Rod uh, picks up that the Energon Cube. That sucks so much. You got the turn. Uh, not, not feeling that song? No. The disturbed song used in the first Transformers movie, I believe, is called Two Worlds. Hmm. Hmm. Good track. What it's like when two worlds collide. <laughs> Which is featured. Uh, actually, that's not what it's called. It's called When Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000. That's right. Is featured prominently in the movie Little Nicky, which for some reason Maddie watched the first eight minutes of this morning while I was showering. Just eight minutes? <laughs> yeah. That's how long it takes me to shower. She's never yeah. seen it? No, I think she's seen it before. I think that's just what it she just felt like it. Just in a little, little Nicky mood. Yeah. I'm I'm really stunned as a grown man by how not only how much I can watch, but how how much I enjoy a full movie of Adam Sandler doing a silly voice. You specifically, that doing is one of the it, least surprising things yeah. in the world. Doing a silly voice is a really uh, like a that's a way to phrase what he's doing in most of his movies. Well. Yeah. There would yeah. be a much more problematic way to uh, express it, but uh, well, you love say little Nicky. You say little Nicky. No, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm getting at. Mm. What if we were samurai? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. We love to sit around and marvel at the uh, at the the garbage that churns out of American culture. We like to check in with them and see what's going on, and we're going to do that this week on America Watch. Probably need an America Watch specific one of those, maybe with some gunfire in it. Yeah, we could have probably reused the Bernie Bro Down Ho Down theme for that. Did, but we, didn't we decide at some point that we were going to do that in the no, interest we, of recycling? We repurposed it for something else. Oh fuck! Oh, and there's no way of knowing. I don't. Remember. There's no way. <laughs> no, of we we keep those records don't in a different facility. Know. Fuck. Hmm. Mm. If you've listened to enough of the podcast to remember the episode where we said, fuck it, we're using the Birdie Bro Down Ho Down theme for this now, and you can remember what the thing was, mailbag at puntavista.com. 
I think it's for this. I think it's for America Watch. But hey, we'll find out but from someone who pays attention to what we do. This comes to us from KTAB, the tab, because the mm-hmm. K is silent on that mm-hmm. one, yeah. in, in Abilene, Texas. Rising star third grader finds gun superintendent left in school bathroom. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. from reading this... Uh, a lot of potential here. From reading this second sentence, I can... I can yes. pretty easily determine that Rising Star is the name of the school, and then they're oh. not congratulating. They're not congratulating like, they're just the child. This freaking awesome it's, third grader did this. Yeah, Rising <laughs> Rising Star is a town in Texas, just oh. a little bit out of Abilene. It's uh, not like captain of the third grade football team or yeah. something. No, they're he, not like this nine year old together. Like, oh, the gun's going to be in the bathroom. I'm more picturing that he walks out of the bathroom doing like the full gun twirling. He's tossing it up, catching it behind his back, you know? Mm. He knows his way around a gun. A third grader in Rising Star found a gun. The superintendent left in a school bathroom. Superintendent Robbie Stuteville confirms the third grader found the gun at Rising Star Elementary School back in January and notified a teacher immediately without moving or touching the weapon. So you're telling me this third grader was a pussy? Yeah. (laughs) You get him. Rising Star third grader, too scared to touch a gun. That's the headline. Stuteville walked KTAB and KRBC through the incident, explaining that both he and the school principal open carry on campus. That's so cool, man. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, that's That's sick. dope. That's, that's dope as hell. Yeah, and there's no way it can go bad. <laughs> nope. Until... As long as that gun stays attached to his hip at all times. The thing is, you've already, you've already got, like, a power imbalance at school where it's all, <laughs> yeah. it's all classes that are being run by adults with kids. Yeah, no, who I, like, no, I hear I, you. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> I, I have to do everything that this adult tells me. And then what if we just lay bang, it bang. on? What if we just lay it on the subtle threat of the, of the adult having a sidearm while they told you that it was time to come back in from recess? I bet it's visible. Like, I bet it's on the hip, too. Well, yeah. It's open carry. It has to be visible. Yeah. Mm. One, of those, one, of those, one of those leg strapped... Like strap holsters. <laughs> it's tucked into his garter belt. <laughs> I, I don't think the gun is necessarily as a threat to the third graders. It's probably more towards external threats. I'm saying that the majority of these schools are probably not going to have a circumstance where Superintendent Robbie Stuteville John Wicks his way to saving the student body. Well, he wouldn't need a gun. He could take someone else's gun. With a pencil. With a pencil. Well. To he shoot them that. with their own yeah. gun. So, yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> when he was using the restroom, Stuville says he took the gun off and placed it in a stall, where it was then left unattended for around 15 minutes until it was found by the student. <laughs> I'm just like, going to put this gun here. Okay, but, but that, that phrasing as well, left unattended until the student found it, as if the student is now the person attending the gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The gun is now being monitored. <laughs> the, uh, the phrasing there also makes it sound like he took the gun off, um, hung it up, like, you know, on the, on the little bag hook on the back of the toilet door, and then, like, went off to use the urinal. Yeah, you like know? it says he placed it in a stall, like a, yeah. like not the stall he <laughs> oh, was in. Oh, good point. I think in reality, though, the situation I'm picturing is that he went to take a shit 
And as he just drops his pants, he's like, oh, I don't want this just clattering puts it around on the, back on the of floor. The toilet. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's on the hook. And he just and he gets up, turns around, opens the door, and out he goes. You know? The night before, he had a four alarm chili, mm-hmm. and he is he's sweating it out. His mind's not exactly yeah. in the zone. He's on, yeah, he's not yep. thinking right. He's on a hair trigger here. Not he's neglecting straight. the strap. He's not keeping that thing on him. Mm. His, his he's brow is on the sweaty. Floor of a middle school bathroom. <laughs> e- elementary school. I don't know how Americans do that shit. Whatever they have. Elementary. Uh, Quote, there was never a danger other than the obvious, Stuteville claimed. I, I feel like that's a significant danger. Biggest nerdlinger. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible sentence. Other than the fact that I left a gun in the care of a child, <laughs> of a child. there was no danger. <laughs> I can't think of many higher dangers than that. Like, that's up there. It's well, being at the top. That's very obvious, though. It's a bit passe. Hmm. There was never any danger other than the thing that this press conference is about. The thing that I'm speaking to the cameras about today. Oh, that's the best like attempt to wriggle out of something. Other than the thing that I've done wrong, I have done nothing I've wrong. I've done nothing wrong. My God. He then went on to say that he was, quote, <laughs> proud of the student and commended his behavior after finding the firearm. Quote, yeah. this is one of those examples of guns in schools, Stuteville said. Is it? It is. That's an example like, of a yeah. gun in school. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's, there's I can so... think of several others that didn't go well, to be yeah. honest. Check out <laughs> the clipping report. <laughs> there is so much about this and about the pro-guns-in-schools argument that really seems to suggest that, like, guns being in the school, that's just part of reality. That's yeah. part of the fabric of the universe. Yeah, you what can do you want to do about it? You could change that as much as you could change the tides, you know? Try to stop the sun from coming up every morning. You can't. And also, <laughs> there's got to be guns in this school. I can find a way. He says, regardless of who takes responsibility... <laughs> It could be anybody. Me, it could be the person who brought the gun into the school. The child who found it. Mm-hmm. Anyone. Anyone. We're all part of this together. It takes a village to look after my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of who takes responsibility, they are a considerable danger, and one should school their child to be on the lookout for any unusual placement of a weapon or anything out of place. Yeah, I left like it there as a, a lesson. Yeah. Imagine sure. what would happen if uh, something did happen. Oh, man, it's so funny it. to blame. Like, hey, you got to make sure kids know about this stuff because yeah, I'm a forgetful better. old man who has a six shooter on his hip, <laughs> who might leave it on the floor if his shit is particularly nasty. Um, I I'm kind of imagining the grizzly. Uh, the grisly alternative to this, which is that a kid found his gun that he left in the toilet and something bad happened. And yeah. this guy then coming down to lecture all the students and say, yeah. well, you guys, you didn't practice gun safety. Yeah. You know, it's should have taught your kids better. Guns, guns just lying around the school. That's just part of life. You guys should have known better. Thursday night, Stuteville says the Rising Star School Board is meeting to discuss the incident. This is at least their second meeting on the matter. 
Going to get going down to school to get yelled at again. Mm. <laughs> in the meantime, Superintendent Stuteville is no longer bringing his weapon to school. Ah, freedom curtailed. Because he's fired. It's, it he sure fired sounds for... like that, doesn't it? Uh, he is now. Oh, uh, since, he is. since this article okay. was published, he resigned. He was not fired. But uh, yeah, he's no longer there. He is also... Uh, he's way younger than you're picturing. Oh. Like, if uh. I'm picturing, like, a Texas super... I was kind of picturing Tommy Lee Jones from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, okay. pretty well, much. Well, I'm, I'm picturing Superintendent Chalmers at all. Yeah. <laughs> at, all, at all times. What is the that? One, I don't know what that is. superintendent. <laughs> this guy looks like he's in his 30s. Okay. Too By young. Look of it. Yeah. Too young. He should be in school. He's also... Work. In this photo, he's wearing... Um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but... Uh, y- Charcuteries. Oh, thank you. You've Uvalda. It's the the town where that the the Texas shooting took place. You're gonna have to narrow that the, down. Oh, the school yeah. shooting last year. Oh, Uvalda. Yeah. Uvalda. Yeah. The U one. Yeah. yeah. Uvalda. Well, if only there'd been a gun in that. Well, a second gun in that. Well, I mean that's all right. I mean no, it's pretty safe were, to assume. They had guns everywhere. That, that's the shirt that he chose to wear to a meeting oh, what? about his leaving the gun a, on the ground. To make a very clever point. Yeah. About the need. I'm sorry, about what's the this? need for him to have a gun? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. This uh, is a guy. I love how it says he's no longer bringing his weapon to school, but not that the school no longer allows weapons. Just him. Yeah. You've lost, your, You've lost your gun lost your privileges, guns at school Mister. Privilege. <laughs> um, Lucy, I hate to, I hate to go backwards, but say so you don't know who Superintendent Chalmers is. No, I said I don't know what a superintendent is. Oh, okay. Is that just like a principal? Thank you. I was, I was no, be like, it's got to be not a, a Zuma. Jesus, it's it's got to yeah. be a the principal's dad, right? Yeah, like like a <laughs> extra, like a mega principal. Like all of the teachers, uncle. Uvaldi? Yeah. Uvaldi. Sure. Still working on Uvaldi. this? Well, that's what the thing's saying to me, but I, Uvaldi. I don't know. Yeah. Like so he's wearing Valdi. a shirt just, just saying that. Yeah, I think maybe trying to justify their stance as to why these guys carry guns. Seems like he might have maybe whiffed that one. Yeah. I'm Didn't starting to think that I, I want to move to this town because I think that uh, the way everybody is described would be a really good... Like a little ego boost, um, I think. I think it would make oh. you feel good about yourself. For example, Rising Star Police Chief Don Braley confirmed there is an active investigation. You know, I've heard great stuff yeah. about that Don Braley. He's really going places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rising Star Podcaster Andrew Law, Rising mm-hmm. Star Garbage Man. You know, Andrew ev- Law. Everybody's <laughs> everybody's getting in on it. You know, yeah. Uh, Chief Braley says the Eastland County Sheriff's Office took a phone call and that was the first time anyone had alerted law enforcement despite the gun being found in January. <laughs> Do they... Okay, but what do the cops need to know about this? Hey, a kid found a fucking gun at school and it was because one of the dipshits that worked there shit so bad he got short-term memory loss. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of uh, ad hominems there, Ben. Not a lot of logic. 
I think I think you're wrong, Ben. And the issue is, in fact, that a uh, a child handled a firearm without an open carry license, and they need to know what to charge the child with. That's That's right. right. Mm. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You got it. Yeah. Need something on the books. That kid only has the implied concealed carry that everyone in Texas has as a God-given right. (laughs) That's right. Um, get that kid. Lock him up. Try it as an adult for sure. Lock him up. KTAB and KRBC asked Chief Braley if there is also an investigation underway into the failures of report. And he said he is currently looking into the legalities. That's he said two this on things. speakerphone, miming looking through a book. <laughs> it's two things you're asking him to do. Like, give him a break. <laughs> oh, you want me to look it up? You want to do you- two investigations? Yeah. <laughs> We've got an investigation happening already. Please, give me a break. Hi everybody, it's me. It's Theo. Now I guarantee you I'm more afraid of recording this promo than you are of listening to it, so hear me out. If you haven't already, maybe check out our Patreon. It's a great way to support the show, and it gives us the ability to actually dedicate time to this thing. You'll get all of our bonus episodes, it's over 300 extra episodes in total, and we'll set up a feed over there with none of these promos, so you won't have to hear this ever again. You'll also get access to our Discord, uh, which honestly has turned into a, a nice and funny place full of mostly normal people to hang out with. So that's patreon.com slash buntavista. Check it out. Boy. Uh, the legal system. It stinks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All of them? <laughs> the, well, the, the Texas one. How about that? Oh, okay. Sure. Do you think we can say that the Texas legal system stinks? Yeah. yeah. The Texas legal system. It stinks. And what else stinks? You can find it- out. On what's that smell? It's not what's that smell. <laughs> what's that smell? What's that smell? truth is, I feel so angry. And the truth is, I feel so fucking sad. And the truth is, it stinks like sex in here. So what should it be called, Theo? That is still uh, things that smells, smells that, make that make you, you go... go hmm. okay. All right, it's just you, you sent me an intro that was... Named what's that smell? Thematical, yeah. And then and then the guy says, "What's that smell?" I think that's kind of. I think that's kind of part of the bit. Yeah, like Like we're not all comedians, but the bit. (laughs) (laughs) Which of us are? (laughs) (laughs) Name the funny ones. (laughs) Tax are not. Well, clearly not me. I mean, I've got a job. (laughs) We all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hang on. We'll litigate this yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Write down uh, which of us you think is the funniest and then send it to someone who isn't us. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, from KVII News. The KV in Amarillo, Texas. Oh, yeah. that's a town to live in. Source of mystery smell in Hemp Hill County under investigation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what could the smell be in Hemp Hill County? Yeah, 
token on that on that Wii. Yeah, I'm doing the hand gesture that the most annoying person you've ever met in your <laughs> life does to signify that they think someone's smoking weed. You got to make this noise though. Yeah. Um yeah. I think he's been puffing on a little bit of that uh Jimi Hendrix oregano. Mm. <laughs> been toking on the devil's lettuce, I think. The source of a mystery smell in Hemphill County is under investigation. <laughs> But it's no longer believed to be natural gas. Well, that rules it down. One thing that smells. Well, one thing yep. it's yeah. not. It could be any of the other smells. Yep. And let's <laughs> list them all off. Yeah, yeah well, I think that's what most of the investigation has been so far, is like just listing smells. Rosemary. <laughs> lavender. Uh-huh. Umami. Sage. Wait, let's, Lang- stick, let's stick to herbs until we get to the end of them. Uh, Sheriff Brent Clapp. Mm. You can't be called Brent and be the yeah. sheriff. Shout Brent out to the guy that got in touch clap. to let us know that we completely overact to American na- names. He's just sitting there nodding, going, yeah, I know a Brent Clap. Yeah. I know a Sheriff Brent. I am Brent Clap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Brent Clap. <laughs> if you're sheriff. a fan named Brent Clap, <laughs> yeah. feel free to write in. Two P's though. Don't write in if you oh, are yeah. if you're clap a with a single P. Clap, that we do not, not want to hear about. Not that. interested. I only want that PP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Theo is the comedian. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Congratulations! Sheriff. You are the comedian of the week. Podcast <laughs> This week's clown. Honk, honk. Uh, Sheriff Clap said his office received reports of a natural gas smell. Oh. Well, it's probably natural gas. From <laughs> south of Canadian... Yeah, probably talking about oxygen. From yep. south of... Or any Can- number of the other... South of nat- Canadian. Natural gases. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> being told the location of a place which is making me think I've had a small stroke. <laughs> oh, well, why don't you keep reading and yeah, then get to the yeah, next part? Texas is south of Canadian land or whatever. A, a natural gas smell from south of Canadian by yeah. the dinosaur all the way to Higgins. All the way to Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> south of Canadian by, by the, dinosaur, the dinosaur all the way to Higgins. Uh, straight, straight, and they straight shot to names. Higgins. Canadian Street Amarillo. Canadian oh, this is a Street. quest marker from New Vegas. Canadian Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound That's right. That's a fucked up concept. Canadian <laughs> is a Anyone city. Anyone want to say Cana- what it would Canadian sound Texas. like? <laughs> denim, denim hat, denim chaps. <laughs> they say a partner at the end of every sentence. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Sorry. And then you are you not the, the comedian of the week. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've already given that one out. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. West Texas Gas and Energy Transfer put together a team to try to find a source. All the biggest noses in town. Mm. Yeah. Every time we get one of these stories that is about trying to figure out what a smell is, it's They're just all I can sniff. picture. All I can picture is them just going around town, rounding up the people with the biggest honkers and saying, all right, get on a Segway, yeah. zip around. You there. That- Big yeah. nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I got to say, I am a fan of the Canadian Texas dinosaur. This is a bright okay. green sauropod on top of a hill in beautiful Canadian Texas. 
that's that's a cool little yeah. roadside attraction they got going on it there. Is bright green. Yeah. Mm. That's just nice. The hill, though, that it's on. Oh, dog shit. That's yeah. a terrible hill. Terrible. Uh, Glad you guys ever heard of grass? <laughs> Quite. All detectors deployed by pipeline companies failed to detect natural gas or other harmful chemicals, said Clap. No pipeline company detected any leaks or drop in line pressure, suggesting a leak. Clap said that the source of the odour is as yet unexplained, but all parties involved agree it was more of a chemical odour as opposed to odorized natural gas. Because yeah, as fine. we all know, they put the smell in. They put the yeah. stinky smell in. Yeah. I. You reckon you could get that, like, just in, in its own form? Just the smell? Just a yeah. jar of, like, stinky smell. <laughs> well, I would put it into a perfume bottle. <laughs> yeah? Psst. Nice little, nice little squirt of natural gas stink before you go out. I don't want to sound like a, um, I don't want to sound hysterical or like a conspiracy theorist, but I will say this is the second story we have in a week of a state that's like a fair way from Ohio having a random chemical smell. That's true. Mm. 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 Yeah, you could say that, but that would be kind of a bummer. Yeah. That's right. You are not the comedian of the week. No, I'm wearing <laughs> the other Commedia dell'arte mask, the sad one. Oh, no. Oh, I'm the tragedian of the week. You don't want to be stuck in that one for the week. No good. Oh, so here's, here's a fun fact about the uh, smell from natural gas. It's the same smell that you make when you piss asparagus. Is it? Yeah. Did you like just make that Chemical composition-wise or just yeah, like methan- subjective experience? No, methan- methanethiol. Methanethiol. Methanethol. That's yeah. nasty. I'm not fucking going. with asparagus. There's I don't want to smell places. that. You can yeah. try and put the emphasis there if you want to give that a bash. <laughs> Methanethol. No, I'm good. Okay. All good. Yeah. Hold on. Anyway, Rap- same smell. We've you guys eat, well, you you gotta, guys you eat gotta, asparagus? Yeah, you oh, got to imagine asparagus. the smell you of just, asparagus. You just get used to it? You just, you're embracing that. I don't, never... I don't think anything's ever been noticeably different about my piss. I don't, like, unless there's some oh. insane amount of asparagus I'm supposed to be eating. No, 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 no. It's, it's an it's a any, any and all kind of thing. But I, And this this might be a um, an urban myth, but there are genetics for uh, whether or not you produce the smell and whether or not you can... Smell the smell. So I know I'm a producer and a smeller. Hmm. Now, Andrew, if you want to bring some of that, (laughs) some of that piss over here to Queensland, I can give a sniff for you. You wouldn't know which which one you are. You'd have to smell someone else's piss to see if you were a smeller but not a. a Yeah, that's why I'm sending it to Theo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Narrow it down. If if I can't smell asparagus in his piss, that means that he is. At he's least not, a producer. not a producer, but he also might not be a smeller, which is why yep. while he's up here, oh, he I can think, smell some of mine. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I'll do I'll the Pepsi it, challenge. I'll, I'll send it to you um, in piss, what is the the, the best possible way? Challenge piss mm, piss, piss, pee. piss pee. Yeah, piss, piss pee. pee challenge. Challenge. The peepers challenge. Everyone's right. doing it. It's all over TikTok. That's a really fun urban myth as well, because a lot of the other ones are about waking up in a bathtub full of ice with your kidney removed. Yeah, that's not yeah. a myth. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Kansas, Texas. 
Oh, Amarillo, Texas. Ah, <laughs> Amarillo, Texas. We're so good at podcasting. This is incredible. It is eight hours and seven minutes by car to get to Topeka in Kansas. So close your eyes for a moment and imagine, if you will, a, uh, a very fast flashing sequence of you flying down the highway as we take you to Topeka, Kansas for Grudge Watch. This is, of course, uh, the storied segment we've done for countless years where we cover grudges, vendettas, feuds, long-running gripes, neighbor yeah. disputes that you would see on a current affair, etc. This yep. one comes to us from KSNT News in Kansas. The Kassunt. Kassunt to you as well. Uh, Topeka restaurant owner in dispute over website naming. Casey McLennan is the owner of Little Russia Chili Parlor in Little Russia. Mm-hmm. Check out Topeka, Kansas's Little Russia. The Russian the corner in Topeka? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Great that, borscht. I bet it pops off there. The borscht? <laughs> the, the vodkas? Mm-hmm. The yeah. pierogi? Is that, is that no, nope. nope. Polish? Been, been a Polish. lot of racism down there recently, though. Yeah. Oh, well. He hates to see it. But then you, <laughs> oh, well, what can you do? <laughs> Division is an unfortunate product of human society. You just have to live with it. With any new business, advertising is important. So you can imagine the disbelief he had when he found out that he wouldn't be able to use the unique name of his restaurant when registering his domain. Little Russia Chili Parlor. Little LittleRussiaChiliParlor.com. That's right. Oh, you really think that'd be... Yeah, you think okay. that'd be available. Yeah. What might first be looked at as a coincidence... That would be just a genuinely insane coincidence. That would be a wild coincidence. Mm. That would be so crazy. Uh, what might first be looked at as a coincidence quickly turned into a dispute. Not only does the person who purchased com not own a restaurant with that name, the person who purchased com is a neighbour living yes. in Topeka. That's so good. That's smart. That's yeah. being on your grind. <laughs> That's looking at your neighbour's restaurant and being like... Oh, doesn't have a website up yet. Yeah. Plus, I hate that guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great move. I like it. I'm so desperate to become the comedian of this week's episode that my brain was like, <laughs> Pokemon Go Daddy to the polls, which doesn't... It's <laughs> seven elements there that is not... Yeah. <laughs> and by polls, we mean Polish people. <laughs> Um, I've just just attached a photo in there, uh, in the chat here, so that you can see this this beautiful venue, um, which Fuck appears that. to be it. It looks a lot like maybe a, a barn that Foghorn Leghorn would come walking out of in a Little yeah. episode. Holy fuck, yeah. I would love to go there so much. All of the text on it looks AI generated. I actually can't. Pubonski it does. What does that say? Uh, Coca Cola, I think. Yeah, above the Coca Cola part, that uh, is AI generated text. That has the same form where you're like, "Well, there's the shapes of letters." No, it's uh, it's the it, the the venue was previously Porubsky's Deli. Oh, well, and, well that... and grocer. Yeah, and anyone could get up and take that sign down. You know, whatever you want. That word but... underneath. Is that just G R O C? Yeah, I think so. Grok. Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. Just got to go down and get some grok. (laughs) I said anything. I'm going to the grok. Uh, It's a problem that has the new owner of this restaurant hot. So I think that's a chili pun, but it makes it sound like he's turned on. Because someone's denying him the URL that he wants so bad, but he can't have it. Tell me how much you want that URL. They're, they're holding the URL up above him and dangling it around. He's trying yeah. to jump up and get it, but he's, he's so wriggling. small. He's he so can't. small. And they're really tall as they're well. They're so tall mm. and they're holding that. This podcast is... They're being so <laughs> mean about it too. Seem bratty? Kind of bratty almost. <laughs> but you're really bratty. <laughs> Fucking hell. Quote, the keywords of the business name, Little Russia Chili Parlor, are not in the domain name we are currently utilizing at 508pickles.com. Pickles.com, by the way. This place just sells chili and sandwiches, but I've just learned about something called cowboy candy, which is candied jalapenos. And you can get a quart of it. Whatever that is. I love America so much. Cowboy candy. Quote. So it changes the efficiency of the website marketing. The biggest challenge of any business is letting people know you exist. Mm. Yeah, I think it's I being a good business cooking first. The, cooking the chili and stuff. Yeah, how's that chili? Having good chili. Like, focus on your chili. Before you complain about your SEO, tell me how that chili is. Do you have that chili that makes people say, holy fuck, I'm going back to whatever that place was called. Mm. I have no idea. I can't find their website. Which, by the way, I Googled it. It was the first result. No one's typing in a URL. No. No. 2022. Well. I think they do things a little differently in Topeka, Kansas. (laughs) When it comes to registering a web address, it's first come, first serve. KSNT TV called the man who purchased it several times. He works for the state's health department, but he never returned the calls requesting an interview. Let's <laughs> put this guy on blast. <laughs> I hope he did like a food inspection there. It was like, no website. All right, write that down for later. <laughs> the cool so thing is there's there's nothing on the site either. Like, it's just, it's parked and, yep. It's there's parked nothing. free, courtesy of godaddy.com. Beautiful. Um, I I wasn't getting anything at first because I've got like ad blockers on and it's just one gigantic ad. <laughs> so it didn't work, obviously. Didn't get uh. his get the bag for this. Well, oh, he, he, he can write it out. What if Little Russia Chili Parlor expands to being a global a operation? A mm, Then you got to get that URL. That's true. I'm, I'm sure that he looked out the window and thought. Little Little Russia Chili Parlor, that's going to be the next McDonald's. You know? Yeah, I think that'll be it for sure. Quote, We talked about pricing back and forth, and I didn't feel like I wanted to be held hostage to something like this, McLennan said. I feel like I shouldn't have to be paying... I shouldn't have to... I shouldn't be having to pay 10 or 20 or 30 or 100 times what the domain registry fee would be. Oh, is that all? Bargain. I mean, right? that's still like the, the, the it's like two hundred bucks, right? Fee is, is, is twenty bucks or whatever, right? A hundred times bucks. that. That's a lot 10 of cash. Bucks, mm. That's a thousand bucks. That's right. Sorry, some of us aren't used to the finer things. Okay, thousand dollar domain. That's a uh, yeah. I yeah. remember you roasted me about how much I paid for a kettle. So yeah, you got a fancy <laughs> kettle. A uh, Russell Hobbs kettle. I don't, <gasps> I don't know what that means. I have literally. It's just, 
No idea. How much was it? Means. Is it it's nice? Fine, hey. What's it Can look you, like? Do you dial in the temperature Just like on a it? Kettle? No. You do. I mean, yes, to a hundred. How yeah. much did it cost? <laughs> Say the number. Ninety Theo. bucks. Oh. Kettles cost $15. <laughs> I bought one kettle for $15 approximately, what year is it? 15 years ago. Never descaled it. I, was gonna say, I, I, bet it looks, I bet it looks so good inside. Yeah, I'm never looking in there. There's, there's nothing to worry about in the Brisbane water. I feel like I'm getting more calcium from the calcium buildup inside the kettle. And calcium's like good for you. Yeah, it well, makes my ke- bones strong. The mm. kettle can only hold so much, so the rest is going to you. Yep. And I win as the consumer of yeah. the calcium that's in my horrible kettle. So that's your right. bones are too dense. We were having an issue with our tomatoes getting like um, bottom rot. Wink on the yeah. on the big ones. Same. And Eleanor looked it up and said, "Oh, it means that they need calcium, and you're meant to get powdered milk and put it in your watering can for what? Give them a little bit of milk. And give your tomatoes a bit of milky. You're milky not growing drink. bones. I'm going to need to dial back to the the wink on bottom rot for you to explain <laughs> what that could be. <laughs> let let your imagination run wild, my friend." Okay. McLennan says, what is going on feels predatory and unethical. Yeah. All he wants is to yeah, be able to... Yeah, that's just... Yeah. All right, yeah. It is. Have you checked? Wait, wait, wait have what you were you about around? to say that? Were you about to defend predatory no. capitalism? And no, be like, yeah, I mean, pal. that's just the nature of what we live in. The, the invisible hand of the market is slapping the head of your penis, <laughs> and you're just going to have to deal with that. And you hate it, and you wish it would stop doing it. <laughs> this yeah, guy... Like, hey. Look... This guy needs to learn. He lives. Quit hitting that. He lives in capitalist heaven, and this is just supply and demand. So yeah. This other guy has got all the supply of littlerussiachiliparlor.com domain names. Yeah. And he yeah. here's the demand. If you it's know? his neighbor, this has got to be personal. Like, he hates this yeah. guy, right? Why Maybe not- go over there and shoot him with your gun. Yeah. Or, or before you blam, murder him with a gun, get a .NET web address. Yeah. LittleRussiaChiliParlor.net? That's not so bad. It's yeah. fine. Downroundhouser.net URL. And those guys seem to be doing okay. Yeah, and they know all about this stuff. Yeah, they're sort of tech heads. They're kind of tech whizzers over there. Hmm. Well, good luck to that guy. Maybe just focus on your chili. I think that's the... Yeah. Let the, let the chili p- speak for itself. Just put some dashes in there or something. Oh, don't put a dash in your URL. You, no. That's, that's no, fucking hideous. No, God, no. I'm just having a little look. Um, You, you could get co. You could get dot store. You can get dot shop. How you could get little, little Russia chili house dot gay. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> oh, that's right. There's all those new yeah. top level yeah. domain names. There's I so forgot many about of them now. Oh, really? You, you yeah. could get little Russia chili house dot guitar. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> you can get it. Dot horse. Yeah. What about little Russia chili house dot co dot UK? Slightly confusing, but does add an air of class. Hmm. I mean, for fuck's sake, you could get little Russia chili house dot restaurant. Yeah. You could get dot rodeo. Yeah. You're in Texas. You don't yeah. need a URL again. It's no. 2022. No, that's right. Just <laughs> sitting in here writing dot com. Yeah. Just sign into Facebook again. One Everyone's last time, on there already. You know, my goodness. Uh, hmm. Hmm. 
Hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. How about yes. this? Um, hey, this guy must have thought to himself, uh, does my neighbor hate me or is he playing some kind of sick joke on me? Speaking of people who think that someone might possibly be paying a sick joke on them, it's time for Plainly Speaking. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Please return your seats to their upright positions as we are coming in hot on another edition of Plainly Speaking. And this comes to us from CNN. Pilot thought instructor who died in flight was, quote, just pretending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But That's a... <laughs> we're hearing about it, so it's sort of given away the Give ending away the, of this. The twist. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty funny, though, like as a gag. <laughs> like it would be good. <laughs> to die? Yeah, like to, to, going, to pretend uh, to die. Uh, uh, Tell my wife a, I loved her. Uh, it's a bit of a weekend at Bernie's kind of vibe. Mm. A flying instructor died in flight after suffering a cardiac arrest, but his co-pilot thought he was fooling around and only realised after landing on the runway with the man slumped on his shoulder. <laughs> so it'd be a weekend at Birdie's kind of vibe if Birdie had pretended to be dead and then allowed them to let him to pretend that he was alive. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Just double checking the, the through line on that one. According to a newly published safety report on the incident, the pilot thought the instructor was pretending to be asleep as the pair flew a circuit above near Blackpool Airport in Lancashire, England, on June 29th, 2022. The qualified pilot asked the instructor to accompany him aboard the four-person Piper P828 for safety reasons during windy conditions, according to the UK's Air Accidents Investigation Branch. Prior to takeoff, the pair chatted normally... What'd you guys talk about? Just normal Not stuff. Normal, normal. Yeah. Just normal stuff. Yeah, regular stuff. It was all football. Yep. Uh, the, the pub. The pub. Eel pie. Simple as. Mm-hmm. Uh, they chatted normally while the pilot taxied the craft out to the runway. The pilot told the AAIB. He said that the instructor's last words were, "Looks good. There's nothing behind you." Oh man! Put that on my tombstone. God damn. Kind of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah. Did he not just say like my chest hurts? Like he just he just Ouch. had Ugh. just a quick one. I'm having a heart attack. His last here. words Ooh. were ow 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 <laughs> ow ow ow. My arm really hurts and I'm not sleepy. You know? Mm. Yeah. Shortly after takeoff, the instructor's head rolled back. As the two pilots knew each other well, the co pilot thought his companion was, quote, just pretending to take a nap. Is that a thing? Like, is that a common thing to do? It's a pilot classic thing. Pilot, you wouldn't just get a pilot it. thing. You wouldn't get it. It. It's a classic pilot's jape. <laughs> just wait until one of your instructors does it, Lucy. When you're like, I don't know what to do. And they're like... Just joking. I'm dead. That's <laughs> what we do here. We have fun. Uh, when the plane turned around, the instructor slumped over so that his head rested on the co-pilot's shoulder. But again, the pilot still thought a joke was being played upon him. He's really committing to the bit. Oh, boy. After landing safely with the instructor still resting on his shoulder and not responding, the pilot realized something was wrong 
and alerted airport emergency services who were unable to revive the instructor. Well, he didn't really land safely. I mean, someone died. Mm. What I'm hearing is, like, he probably shouldn't have, like, continued with his flight. Like, what do you mean? He, he probably should have, like, maybe, like, just maybe not taken you, off or, or landed not, quickly. How do you not continue with your did flight? He, did he just keep going with his, just, like, r- just like his regular pull route? Over somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Before landing, just pull over. Turn on I the autopilot. There probably it, you know? should be some sort of, like, explicit. Your guy has to be either conscious or not acting unconscious rule before you land if there's another guy. Yeah. Like, he completed his circuit. I feel like he shouldn't have done that. Maybe, like, a mandatory no jokes policy just so there's no confusion. Yeah. So they should have implemented the shipping report policy. That's Mm. right. Yes. Hmm. Maybe this guy had done it before. Like, to think this is a joke, it sounds like maybe it's happened one too many times. It's really, really funny. I think this guy. Uh, was a massive fan of the the novel, the young adult novella Hatchet, in which a Canadian oh. teen mm. is stranded in the wilderness because the pilot has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. And he was referencing that. He was referencing... Maybe. Previously, he's referenced Hatchet. Mm-hmm. And now he's up in the plane and he's like, oh, he's hatcheting me again. He's doing his famous Hatchet bit. No, that's yeah. a good bit. Yeah. That's some good gear. Because we've all read Hatchet. So yeah. we all know about the pilot at the start of Hatchet. Yeah, uh-huh. he dies of a heart attack. He dies of a heart attack. I mean, the boy's on a plane going over to see his mother, right? And, and then the pilot gets there. hatcheted, which starts yeah. the novel Hatchet. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. I went as that, uh, that, that pilot for Halloween last year. Yeah. And everyone three, was yeah. like... Three other guys at the party dressed as the, as the pilot. Was... You, you farted and you clutched at your shoulder... <laughs> And then everyone's like, wait a fucking second. You're hatcheting me right now. (laughs) You're the guy from Hatchet. You're the pilot from the opening pages of Hatchet, the young adult novel that was mandatory reading for a very specific set of millennials. It might still be. They don't seem to change that stuff very often. Uh. You know there's a sequel to Hatchet? Where yeah, the there's milit- two sequels. Well, so there's one- they retcon the original entry. That's right. So what? there's the one where they send him back into the wilderness so the military can study his survival techniques. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's and the, then bear, there's, the, the bear I one. Forgot we, I forgot what the conceit was for that one. And then yeah. there's the one where they completely retcon the ending of the first one, I think. That's right. Yeah. So that he's hatchet longer. Yeah. Yeah. Hatcheter. Return of Hatchet. Now it's finally my turn to say... Normal size axe. ...to say, Ben, you have described all of the novels from the Hatchet series on here before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That cannot be true. That can't be be true. true. No, or or maybe what happened was you talked about the first novel and then I went away and read the plot of all of the novels on Wikipedia. Maybe that's what happened. That sounds pretty likely also. Mm. But if you're under 30... You know yeah. the deal by now. Yeah. What are you doing listening to a podcast? You could be doing drugs right now. Your you immune swipe system it on TikTok. is still you can do both. vital. Yeah. Check out 4ACODMT. Yeah. <laughs> or rock your shit. Mm-hmm. The instructor, who had close to 9,000 hours of flying experience, barely any of them fatal, yeah. uh, was said to be in good spirits <laughs> before his final flight. Just explaining Couldn't. to this guy's wife. She's like, why didn't you just land the plane and call an ambulance? Why didn't and you, you help him? You just have to be like, I thought he was doing a joke. Oh, man. I thought he was japing on me. That clowning. really happened. Shit. 
he was Couldn't having get a that snooze. Ten thousand hours, hey, Malcolm Gladwell, <laughs> pilot mastery. <sighs> Quote: People who had spoken to him on the morning of the incident said he was his normal, cheerful self, and there were no indications that he was feeling unwell. The AAIB report said. The three people who had flown with him for the trial lesson just prior to the incident said he seemed well and nothing abnormal had occurred. No, he was asleep the whole time. (laughs) Uh, The medical department of the UK Civil Aviation Authority reviewed the incident and the instructor's medical history and concluded that, quote, from the evidence provided, it is likely the individual suffered a cardiac arrest as the aircraft took off. End quote. He was known to suffer from high blood pressure, sky high, you might say. <laughs> All of his blood pressure would be high. But it was within regulatory limits. What does that mean? Yeah. Does that so ban you from being a pilot? a little bit? That's <laughs> a treat. The AAIB's report concludes that while on this occasion the instructor's co-pilot was qualified and was able to land the plane safely, the outcome could have been very different. That's true. If something else happened, yeah, it would have been different. Things would have been. Hmm. That is the nature of causality, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I believe, in my heart, in my soul of souls, that we have enough time for another plainly speaking on this episode of Punta Vista. This comes to us from WTAE News. The Watay. High school student charged after sending airdrop that mentioned bomb on Texas flight. Yeah. All Who's right. still airdropping? That yeah, feels even... very 2010. That's the umbrage that you take. With this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's also my umbrage as well. Mm. We're co-umbraged on this. You're only recently in the Apple environment. Mm. I don't know if you can be like, oh, it's very passe to send an airdrop. <laughs> yeah. Airdrop rules. That's a good. It's a good thing. What are you doing with it? Just like sending links to my wife while oh. she while she sits right next to me on the couch. But don't you but have you, like a fucking you have chat a number? <laughs> I a say the link to my wife. I say it letter by letter to her <laughs> face. H T T P S colon forward slash forward slash. I know we always say this, but try talking to her. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, well, it's it's good though because then you just the link just pops open and you you're not you're not grab, getting a message. You don't have to have it written down. You know, taking up valuable space I've in my messages. That's a crazy step I've, to take, but yeah, I'm glad I've it's working for you. Never been airdropped anything in my life. Well, I'll, I'll airdrop something to you next time I get your house. Oh, that'd be lovely. <laughs> Please do. You might like it. Yeah. <laughs> A Pittsburgh high school student has been charged after sending a text message while on board a flight that forced passengers off the airplane in Texas and detained the students for a day during a field trip. Legend! That one is going in the it's yearbook for sure. Like, that's that's going to be a very memorable story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. I think it's a good thing to do. <laughs> Brian Cook, director of communications for Central Catholic High School, there's your problem, said on Friday, while on the tarmac in El Paso, Texas, a text message and photos were sent via airdrop that included the word bomb. Are we going to hear the whole thing? Well, you're going to get some clarity later on. Okay. Because, like... 
I've stopped clicking now at Ben's request, so I've got nothing else to look look at. Are you going to have to look at the notes like while we're talking? No, that's going to be Are you going to have to have a conversation with us? <laughs> no, How sorry, did your I'm mouse all... get louder? I've already... My, my old mouse, the scroll wheel started messing up. Oh, literally, so it's a different it. mouse. It's a, right. it's a Razor wireless. Oh, wow. Fucking that looks Jesus. like a cyber oh, truck. Death <laughs> hyperspeed. Crazy yeah. mouth. I'm sorry, I didn't realize the click would be louder. It was quite audible. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to stop clicking. All right. All right. <clears throat> be here now. I can't. <laughs> In the moment. Eat uh, practice now, mindfulness. Now, for you listening at home, uh, now is when we recorded the podcast. Uh You'll be listening to it at some point in the future, and Theo also won't be focused on what he's yeah, doing no. then. <laughs> yeah, be there then. Be be here <laughs> then. Be where you are at the time that you're listening. Be then now, especially if you're driving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Monday, the Texas Department of Public Safety said a juvenile suspect was detained and will be charged. Tried as an adult. Throw the book at him. Lock him up. Lock yeah, him that- up. Remember that third grader. Teens. Get them at the same and time. Let, let the third grader execute him for clemency. <laughs> you already yeah. know how to handle a gun. Have a look for a gun in the uh, toilets. <laughs> According to the Public Safety Department's statement, American Airlines Flight 2051 from El Paso to Chicago was in taxi when passengers received the following message on their Apple device via airdrop. I have a bomb. Would like to share a photo. Mm. Okay. Yes. All right. That's pretty. Yep. Pretty that's direct. A... Based so they've on... they've set the name of their phone to "I have a bomb," so that when they tried to send the photo, it comes up as "I have a bomb." Would like to share a photo with you. Oh. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it's good gear. <laughs> they are Punta Vista's Comedian of the Week. <laughs> Based on this information, the AA aircraft taxied back to gate A2. Subsequent investigation. It's going to head on back. Important information. <laughs> hey, we're just whipping this bad boy around real quick. Oh, I left my wallet in the terminal. Subsequent investigation resulted in the identification of a juvenile subject who confessed to the airdrop. Confessed. It is pretty juvenile, if you ask me, that mm-hmm. kind of behaviour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I can't imagine being a cop and having to say in cop speak, the, the suspect, the juvenile subject confessed to the airdrop. Suspect <laughs> involved airdropping. Evidence supporting the confession was discovered in the suspect's cell phone. The cell phone was seized as evidence. A bomb squad search of the aircraft passengers and luggage was negative for explosives. The threat was mitigated yeah. and deemed non-credible. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Police, for sorting that out. I gave yeah. you all the clues. It was that guy's <laughs> phone. I feel like you could have just asked him, like, hey, do you have a bomb or were you just, like, doing a gag? And you probably like, could have got an answer. Yeah, I think as as soon as the child stands up and says, "Oh, that was me. I'm really sorry," you can probably just wrap it up. 
Yeah. You know? You're probably fine. I don't want to be... Ooh. I don't want to be controversial here. I don't want to... I'm not trying to upset anyone. Lock him up. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I, I I'm not trying to get I'm a not, laugh. No, you know... <laughs> I'm trying not to make trying anyone to... have the worst day at their job. How long has it been since a 9-11 happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you since know? 9-11. I think it's been since 9-11 was the last time a 9-11 happened. I think we can maybe dial it back. You should be able to take a nail file through customs again. You should be yeah. able to text your friend, Allahu Akbar, I have a bomb. Mm-hmm. And, every, and on the plane. TSA should be like, ha, ah, that's funny. Yeah. You should be able to I say that at the counter. You should be able to walk up to the counter of Northwest Orient Airlines and say, hello, my name is D.B. Cooper. I would like to get on this plane. I they should laugh. They should think that's a funny joke. <laughs> ben, I'll go you one better and say... <laughs> you should be I'll, able to hijack a plane. <laughs> I'll go you one better and say the planes in the planes featured in 9-11 <laughs> were not brought down by bombs. So I think you should still be allowed to take a bomb on a plane. Oh, you should, also true. We should have been able to joke about bombs on planes this entire time. Yeah. No, I'm saying I think you should be allowed to have nothing a bomb. changed vis-a-vis bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Like we 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 got rid of what box cutters and yeah. sh- and shoes. We dealt with the shoe menace. Water. Right. America no is water. still no dealing with the shoe menace, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still, you still got to take so. your shoes off I there. It's so. really undignified. Like Once, I don't think I should have to do that as a grown woman. My one socks- guy put a put a match to the sole of his shoe, like twenty years ago. Is that what that is? Yeah, like a guy had a shoe bomb, oh. and and then he started setting fire to the bottom of it his shoe. It didn't even work, did it? No, everybody just went, "Hey, cut that out!" and they took his shoe <laughs> off him. Quit it. <laughs> Give me so that again, loafer. no no planes brought down by shoes. Let the people of America have their shoes back. Have we had any planes in recent memory taken down by internal bombs? Like external explosives, obviously, Think, yes. Yeah, shot yeah. at. Yeah. I don't, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I think it's, it's I feel time like hijacking bombs back on common. planes. Yeah. It's just like weed. No recorded fatalities. How can a plant <laughs> be illegal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes from the ground. If mm. I have a bomb, I should have the right to transport it with me on holiday. If you're moving between cities, how are you going to get your bomb there? How am I going to get my bomb there? How do what you if I live there? in Tasmania? Yeah. Can't drive yeah. a truck there. Gonna you can't take so long on the ferry. You mm, can't drive. Not catching the spirit. So, spirit of Tasmania is out to you. That's gone. Stops in Geelong now. I'm not going to Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so Richard Reed, also known as the Shoe Bomber, and I believe we're not talking about Mister Fantastic from the Fantastic oh, okay. Four. Yeah. Um, on December twenty second, two thousand and one. Yeah, there you go. You are correct. Mm. Riley uh, Reed. No, Reed. No, 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 no. Not even Reed. close. Reed. Not even uh, close. You horny it. little man. <laughs> there he is. He knows the name of a porn star. Haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen it. Reed boarded American Airlines Flight 63 between Paris and Miami wearing shoes packed with explosives, which he unsuccessfully tried to detonate. Mm. Passengers subdued him on the plane, which landed hey, at Logan International that. Airport in Boston, the closest US airport. He was arrested, charged, and indicted. In 2002, (laughs) he pleaded guilty in U.S. federal court to eight federal criminal counts of terrorism. Uh, So he got he got convicted of attempt attempted use of a weapon of mass destruction, attempted homicide, attempted murder, 
What's what's the distinction there? Oh God! How can uh, you get if, done for homicide and murder? Hey, if you're the uh, the Is lawyer that killing someone wrote into us last week about the statute on uh, arson in Indiana, let us know the difference between homicide and murder. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, attempted homicide, attempted murder, interference with flight crew and attendants on an aircraft, attempted destruction of an aircraft or public transport vehicle, well, that would interfere with the flight crew, uh, use of a destructive device during and in relation to a crime of violence, attempted wrecking of an aircraft or public mass transportation vehicle. You can't uh, just, like, charge a guy with different permutations of the same crime. Attempted yeah. destruction of an aircraft and attempted wrecking of an aircraft. I like it. Maybe the, the, you know, opposition had a great lawyer. Maybe. Found some loopholes to charge him with eight different crimes. I like uh, it. And so he received uh, three consecutive life sentences and 110 years without parole. He didn't even kill anyone. For what? For wrecking his own For shoes? What? Yeah. For what? <laughs> Victimless crime. <laughs> Shoe ruining. And if you're taking umbrage with any of this, <laughs> we're, we're, we're nice. Yeah, one of us is mm. a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. And please don't weigh it on who you think it is. Don't. It's up to us to decide who is the Buddha Vista comedian of the week. Yep. Again, very sensitive. Yeah, fragile egos all around. Don't even give us mixed feedback because that's uh, sometimes worse. Mm. Mm. I really like this, but oh, please yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really I'm enjoy the for show. My gun already, but Come on. pack it in. Hey, when did I leave it? <laughs> <laughs> if you're to the house to the shops to the school, yeah, the playground. If, you... <laughs> if you're writing feedback to us. Primate um, sanctuary. <laughs> Little Russia. <laughs> we haven't actually got to the punchline of this article yet, by the way. Oh, there's I a twist. We're done. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> the threat was mitigated and deemed non credible by the courageous police. Central Catholic families who said their sons were traveling with the group said the junior at Central Catholic changed the name of his phone to I Have a Bomb. And then use airdrop to send a photo of another student who was on the trip to all of the passengers on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just a good roast. Oh, that is a great prank. Oh, that's comedian Let of the him week. Cook. Sending it to everyone and then showing Carl, who is next to you. Hey, uh, Carl, you have a bomb, by the yeah, way. You and got pranked. <laughs> you got pranked by the best. You're getting punked. King of the Slams. Officials said that the suspect will be charged as a juvenile, that's very nice of them, mm. with false alarm or reporting an emergency. Oh, so funny to do that to that's someone else. Funny. That's really good. <laughs> hey, quit sending bomb threats. <laughs> at least he immediately, uh, at least he immediately said, oh... That was me instead of, no, it was the guy in the picture. <laughs> it was Carl. Carl 100% did this. Stop felonying yourself. Stop felonying yourself. <laughs> that is Carl all over. My goodness. Folks, that's a little something that we like to call an episode of the podcast, Punta Vista. Uh, and I reckon, ooh, no, no, we've still, we've still got a bit of freemium freebuary to go, don't we? Yeah, there's one more freemium freebrewery episode left. And then, what are you going to do? 
only four yeah. episodes in a f- f- four-week period? You can't go back to that. Oh, Christ, no. People will be asking you, hey, did you hear the latest thing that's funny on Bunta Vista? You have to pretend. Like, oh, it was on a bonus episode. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh did you catch who the comedian of the week is? And you'll have to pretend like you know who it is. Oh, yeah. I, I just like, oh, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, like, there's it was, just so many. Oh. It was... L- and you're trying to John Edwards them into mm. being like... I remember it, but you say it first. Yeah. He has a she has so yeah if you're uh, if you're freaking out at the prospect of that happening to you just remember you can you can really get ahead of that by signing up to the Patreon and getting all of the uh, episodes all the time you know mm. maybe you will turn out to be the Bunta Vista Comedian of the Week probably o- only one I way to know. find out though and that's to listen to every <laughs> every bit of it bye everybody Bye. Bye. Bye.